0: lived within them moved these beings to howl at us from the top of the bank, where they sprawled among the tough stalks of furs. Their cropped black heads stuck out from the bright yellow wall of countless small blossoms. Their faces were purple with the strain of yelling. The voices sounded blank and cracked, like the mechanical imitation of old people's voices, and suddenly ceased when we turned into a lane. I saw them many times in my wandering about the country. They lived on that road, drifting along its length here and there, according to the inexplicable impulses of their monstrous darkness. They were an offence to the sunshine, a reproach to empty heaven, a blight on the concentrated and purposeful vigour of the wild landscape. In time, the story of their parents shaped itself before me out of the listless answers to my questions, out of the indifferent words heard in wayside inns, or on the very road those idiots haunted. Some of it was told by an emaciated and sceptical old fellow with a tremendous whip, while we trudged together over the sands by the side of a two-wheeled cart, loaded with dripping seaweed. Then at other times other people confirmed and completed the story, till it stood at last before me, a tale formidable and simple, as they always are, those disclosures of obscure trials endured by ignorant hearts. When he returned from his military service Jean-Pierre Bacardou found the old people very much aged he remarked with pain that the work of the farm was not satisfactorily done the father had not the energy of old days the hands did not feel over them the eye of the master Jean-Pierre noted with sorrow that the heap of manure in the courtyard before the only entrance to the house was not so large as it should have been the fences were out of repair and the cattle suffered from neglect. At home, the mother was practically bedridden, and the girls chattered loudly in the big kitchen, unrebuked from morning till night. He said to himself, We must change all this. He talked the matter over with his father one evening, when the rays of the setting sun, entering the yard between the outhouses, ruled the heavy shadows with luminous streaks. Over the manure heap floated a mist, "'opal-tinted and odorous, "'and the marauding hens would stop in their scratching "'to examine with a sudden glance of their round eye "'the two men, both lean and tall, "'talking in hoarse tones. "'The old man, all twisted with rheumatism "'and bowed with years of work, "'the younger, bony and straight, "'spoke with gestures in the indifferent manner of peasants, "'grave and slow. "'But before the sun had set, "'the father had submitted to the sensible arguments of the son. "'It is not for me that I am speaking,' insisted Jean-Pierre. "'It is for the land. It is a pity to see it badly used. "'I am not impatient for myself.' "'The old fellow nodded over his stick. "'I dare say, I dare say,' he muttered. "'You may be right. Do what you like. "'It's the mother that will be pleased.' The mother was pleased with her daughter-in-law. Jean-Pierre brought the two-wheeled spring cart with a rush into the yard. The grey horse galloped clumsily, and the bride and bridegroom, sitting side by side, were jerked backwards and forwards by the up-and-down motion of the shafts, in a manner regular and brusque. On the road, the distanced wedding guests straggled in pairs and groups. The men advanced with heavy steps, swinging their idle arms. They were clad in town clothes. Jackets cut with clumsy smartness, hard black hats, immense boots polished highly. The women, all in simple black, with white caps and shawls of faded tints folded triangularly on the back, strolled lightly by their side. In front, the violin sang a strident tune, and the binu snored and hummed, while the player capered solemnly, lifting high his heavy clogs. The sombre procession drifted in and out of the narrow lanes through sunshine and through shade, between fields and hedgerows, scaring the little birds that darted away in troops right and left. In the yard of Bakudu's farm, the dark ribbon wound itself up into a mass of men and women, pushing at the doors with cries and greetings. The wedding dinner was remembered for months. It was a splendid feast in the orchard. Farmers of considerable means and excellent repute Were to be found sleeping in ditches all along the road to Treguier, even as late as the afternoon of the next day.